Hello. I am so happy. It is the last week of the year. Holy cow, we made it through 2021. I feel like we kind of hit a groove this year, <laughs> like a pretty messed up groove, but a groove nonetheless. Uh, everyone's figured out how to work from home. We've figured out how to quarantine. We've figured out all of these random things that were thrown at us in 2020. I feel like we're handling it with, we handled it with a lot more grace this year. I want to today kind of do a little 2021 recap and share some of the life lessons that I have learned my first year in business. Um, this is for you, fellow small business owners, those of you that want to start a business maybe in 2022, or if you're leaving your job and, you know, jumping and taking that leap of faith on yourself, I want to give a little bit of encouragement, lessons I've learned, so on and so forth. So grab some water, have a seat, and let's dive in. Okay, so I have 10 major lessons that I learned this year. Um, Some things I learned and some things were just made abundantly clear. I'm going to laundry list these out and then I want to dive into them a little bit, each one. So here's my 10. Take the leap. Follow your purpose, not your passion. Be willing to pivot. Ask for help. Don't skip steps in the process. Say yes and believe in your capabilities. Ask questions. Know that you do not have to have it all planned out perfectly. It probably won't go that way anyway. (laughs) Surround yourself with people who believe in you and own it. These 10 things I feel like beautifully sum up the things that have really kept me going this year, the things that have shaped my business, gotten me to the point that I am so clear on what it is that I want to do, what I love doing, what my purpose is. And it, I literally left my job last year with a one thought of how I thought things were going to go. I was like, you know, in January, I'll be working at my nonprofit you know, I'll have my board in place. I'll be able to do that. I will get funding from the city so that we'll be able to be up and running and doing what we need to do. Well, guess what? Between the day that I left on December 6th and January 1st, my life took a whole different turn. I, when I put on social media, Hey, I'm leaving my job. Uh, or like today's my last day. Like I didn't really tell other people because I mean, it didn't affect their day-to-day lives. But on my last day, I put a little quick boomerang of me logging off for the last time. And then I burst into tears naturally. <laughs> but within minutes of posting that, I had businesses and individuals reaching out like, oh my gosh, will you do coaching with me? Or will you help me with my business? Or will you work on this project for me? Can you help me get organized for the new year? And I was just like, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Right? Like, I don't have anything going on until the beginning of January. That's when I'm going to really be finding out answers about this other thing, aka my nonprofit. So 
yes, I have the time from now until then to work on these things. Little did I know that my business was being born. <laughs> like, I had no idea that that was the direction that I would be heading in, but that's where we went. So my first piece of advice is take the leap. I had felt for a while that it wasn't the company that I was at was not the best fit for me. I felt stuck. I knew that there was a glass ceiling. There was nowhere to go for me. There was nowhere for me to go up and I wasn't going to be able to learn new skills or utilize my true gifts. Was I good at what I was doing? Yeah, but what I had to offer was not necessarily what they wanted or needed. Um, and I had a lot more to offer than what that job actually, than what I could do in that job. So I needed to move on for my own just sanity. So I didn't feel like I was just spinning my wheels and going nowhere. And I felt this like burning inside of my body of like, this is not enough. This is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. And, but yet I can't stop giving it 110%. Like I was giving it more than I had to give. So how does this work? How does it work? And I was stressed out about it for a while until I finally one day when I, I don't know if anyone else has felt this feeling, but I went to log on for work and I just knew like my day was starting and I couldn't like, I just couldn't, I could not spend another day knowing that I was going to not have direction, right? Like that sounds so crazy, but I, I was like, I I can't log on. I can't do this. I need to put in my notice. It was not planned. I did not have a full, like I didn't have something else. Like I just said, concrete lined up, nothing like that. I was like, I know I'm going to work for myself. But in what capacity, I'm not sure. I don't know what I want to do. I just know that this isn't it and I can't keep doing it. I cannot do this. I don't want to keep doing this. I need to be done. And I literally typed up the email to my boss, hit send, and then instantly wanted to vomit and take it all back. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I have insurance. I have benefits. What am I doing? I have a salary. Why? 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 And then I was like, stop it. Just take the leap. It's done. Anything from here going forward is going to be good. You will not fail. You will not fail. Whew. All right. So I did it. So take the leap. I will tell you by my last day of work, I gave them seven weeks notice. Um, by my last day of work, I was like, yeah, <laughs> this was this was the best move I could have made. I missed my team terribly and my coworkers. I had great relationships with all of them. But by my last day, I was like, yeah, just the relief that I felt was crazy. I want to say the next one is follow your purpose, not your passion. So your passion can sometimes burn really bright and you're all in And you cannot wait, right? Like you are on fire for your passion, but just as quickly as it burns, like it flashes and it's like, yes, I love this. It can also burn out. And I have 
done things that are my passion and I've made money doing things that are my passion. And honestly, it took, it took some of my love for what I was doing out of it. But following my purpose honestly feels effortless. It doesn't feel hard. I'm not forcing it. It is literally duck to water energy. (laughs) Like it just flows. And every day it becomes clearer and I'm more on fire for what I'm doing every single day. Every day I feel more settled and my purpose is clearer. I think I I fought my purpose for a very long time because, you know, how do you make money? Asking people questions, getting them organized, and I guess like being a sounding board and a cheerleader. Like that wasn't something that was ever brought to the table <laughs> when I got my degree in college. That was not something that they're like, okay, so you can take all the things that you enjoy doing You can take your creative side and your logical side, marry them together, and here's the job for you. That was never put on the table for me. And so I didn't know what that looked like. And so I had always went the route of something safe. I knew I wanted to help people. And so I kept dumbing down my purpose or following my passion. And... In marrying these both together by thinking outside of the box, by not limiting myself and recognizing the fact that I am a multi-talented, multi-interested, I have this weird set of skills that somehow works together so well that not everyone has the same gifts and skill set that I have. It's just very interesting. So I'm like, heck yes. Follow your purpose. If you have that little voice inside of you that's like this, like if it keeps coming up and you can't get rid of it, dive into it a little bit. And I want to say also that your purpose does not always have to be your job. Sometimes we just have jobs to have a job, right? Like that's the three years that I spent at the company I was at was beautiful and perfect and magical in the fact that it served a purpose, One, I figured out skills and things that I really enjoyed doing that I wouldn't have realized before, management being one of them. Um, But I also really just needed a salary at a certain point. (laughs) Like I needed health health insurance and I needed a salary to be able to successfully transition from being married into, you know, being the head of a household. So all of that. Next, be willing to pivot. Like I said, what I started out, what I thought I was going to be doing is not at all what I started doing. And even throughout the last year, I have pivoted. Some of them have been small. They're just small, purposeful pivots. But I've been trusting my gut. And at the beginning of the year, I was taking on projects that I don't know that I really wanted to take on. I was like, I can do it, right? I wanted to help people. I knew they needed help with this. I'm like, I can do that. All right, I'll do it because I know it's going to help them. But 
it did not light me up. It actually frustrated me even more. And my not self theme is frustration. Um, I'm a generator and that's part of my human design. I'm a five one. So with that, like my not self theme is frustration. And so I started actually listening to myself when my gut was like, eh, no, I don't think this is for you. I started saying, I personally don't do that, but here's this person that I think would be a great fit. And going forward, like, yes, I did do this service for this person, but I actually am not offering that to everyone. I did it for them going forward. I'm not doing that, but here's this person that can do that. I have such a love of connecting other people that it's not hard for me to refer others to somebody else if I don't feel like one I'm the right person for the job and two if it, if they're not the right client for me maybe I could do the work that they have easy peasy but I see that it could be a muddy relationship I don't enjoy doing social media for other people I like analyzing it I like helping them brainstorm on finding the ideas and things like that but I don't want to sit in the back end and like analyze the algorithm and like the data and like, Oh, what are you need to reach this many more people? And like looking at likes, looking at follows, that's just not me and how I operate. And so if that is somebody's goal, I don't want to stand in the way of that because that's just not something that appeal. That's not something that I'm really concerned about, but There are people out there that can do that service for you. So I'll refer that out. I stopped doing social media for people because I recognized that about myself. It was stressing me out. I was starting to get the same vibe that I was feeling at my old job of like, kind of like we talked about a couple episodes ago. Are you good at it or do you like it? No, I didn't really like it. I was just okay at it. Like I was good at that. So that's fine. I've pivoted and I've really honed in on who my target client is, who I want to work with, how I want to show up on social media, how often I want to show up on social media. In real life, what events do I want to do? What do I not want to do? And so getting really clear on all of that has made, has been easier, but I had to be willing to pivot my business along the way and not be so stuck in this is the only way to do things. Otherwise, a lot of other things wouldn't have grown and opportunities wouldn't have grown out of that. Next, ask for help. Oh my goodness, this is so hard. <laughs> I, I had to really take a moment to think about how I will maximize my time. And, you know, again, small business owner, first year, I was, and like, I bankroll our lives. So I was, I'm not going to lie. I was terrified. I was terrified about spending money on having other people do things that I can do. But I have actually, I feel like saved myself money slash made myself money in doing a couple of things. One, I hired, I hired, um, I will call her my content and like graphics designer like she has taken my branding and I can give her framework of like hey here's some stuff that I have that I 
like, here's the basic idea of a worksheet that I want to make. Can you take all this and make it pretty? She nails it every time. My guide. I would write out my pages, do whatever. She went in, made it beautiful, made it work, made it all cohesive. She's just like my little branding guru. It took a little bit. We had to like, I had to really explain my brand because everything is very purposeful. I use certain colors for certain reasons and it's very, very, very purposeful. And not all designers are able to work from that headspace, but I think she's really good at it. She speaks Andy. She also speaks her own language, right? <laughs> like she speaks designer, the creative side, but also the very analytical side as well, which is so helpful for me. She will ask questions. She'll bring up ideas. Like I love, I absolutely would not have been able to do a lot of the things that I've done this year without her. So I'm so happy that I asked for help. Um, and I want to say along the same lines, which my next one's my next one was don't skip steps in the process. Before I had her, I was working with somebody else who I skipped a step in my process. In my hiring process, I love to do the high five test um, because it tells your top five strengths. I knew which strengths I needed, but I also, this other person I knew, you know, I know that they need the money and this would be easy for them. It's something they could do on their own time. I'm not super overbearing. I think that this is a way that I could help this person. I skipped a really important step in my process of hiring and just hired off of the fact that like, hey, I love you and I think you're a great person. That cost me money. It cost me time and all of those things. So I learned do not skip steps in a process that you know you need (laughs) in order to be successful. Um, I, we ended up parting ways. Everything is fine there, but it was a hard lesson to learn because I never wanted to have to like part ways with a friend business wise. Right. But then I also learned to have, well, not skipping steps, but also letting my standards be okay. Like, hey, if something's not the way that I want it to look, I'm paying for it. That's okay if I ask for a change. Instead of just being like, hey, so no, this is fine. And then me going in and trying to fix it or change it on something that I've already paid for, right? Like, that's crazy. So I will also say this year helped me with being a recovering workaholic and people pleaser. That Those were two huge themes in my life that I have worked very hard on the last few years, this year really drove that point home in having this business. The next thing is say yes and believe in your capabilities. Yes, 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 yes. Because there are things that I knew for a fact I could do. Had I done them, I had done them for my old company. I did them when I owned my own company uh, previously. I had helped other people with things that I was like, okay, I can totally do this. Do I have it officially on a resume? Hey, I can do X, Y, and Z. No, but I can do it. So I'm just going to do it, right? <laughs> I, um, a local bank, actually one of the fastest growing banks in the U.S. technically, asked, I had met with them just to do a video for this uh, whole like marketing promotional thing that we did for our town through the chamber. 
And I met with them to do a video for that, hit it off with uh, their CEO of the, or I guess president of the bank, whatever, hit it off with him. And we just were chatting and he's like, Hey, have, have you any interest in doing like creating a training or anything like that? Is that something that you do or that you can do? And I was just like, no hesitation. Yeah, I can do that. Listen, (laughs) Sean, if you're listening to this, I knew what I was doing, but (laughs) when I tell you this was the first like banking institution, it was a little bit intimidating. I'm not going to lie. The first banking institution that had ever hired me to come in and do something for like at a corporate level, that many people creating a training that they would then use going forward with new hires. Holy crap. It was around diversity, um, just the company itself, like their culture, all of the things. There was so much in there. It was chocked full of goodness. And I was honestly so freaking nervous to do this thing. But I said yes. And I did it. And I believed in my capabilities. And it went great. And they were happy. We had some great conversations that came out of it. It was awesome, right? But had I have said like, oh no, I don't officially have anything like that on my resume or whatever, I would have lost that opportunity. And I wouldn't have met a lot of the cool people that I met that work at that bank and not made that connection. So just a very cool thing. Be sure to say yes and believe in yourself when you say yes. Know that we have (laughs) the whole, so many things available to us. You can look on the internet to get help on questions of things you don't know how to do. You can do research. You can talk to, you know, other people that are in a similar industry and figure out how they operate. Or if you have questions like, hey, what is the FDIC? Google that or ask somebody. You know what I mean? Like, there are so many things available to you. There's no reason that if you know you have the capability that you shouldn't say yes to it. Try, take a chance on yourself. Next, again, ask questions directly after that. My thing is ask questions. If you don't know, ask. People are not going to judge you unless you're in like open heart surgery. You should probably know what you're doing, right? Like, (laughs) please don't do that. But like day-to-day things, especially if you're working with another business or you're working with an individual, ask questions. It's the quickest way to understand what they need, how they think, their motives, and like just getting their take on things. I spend my day asking a lot of questions. Ask any of my clients, hey, (laughs) what's, what's something that happens a lot when you work with Andy? She asked me a lot of questions. And I do that for a reason because one, Some of us aren't asked questions from people in our lives. It is hard to make a decision. And I know this from firsthand experience. Sometimes we can ask ourselves questions and we will lie to ourselves. But sometimes if somebody else asks us the same exact question that we've been asking ourselves for days, we can come up with an answer. It comes out of our mouth and it's the honest to God truth. So in my day today, I have found that asking questions is 
it is imperative. Like I cannot do my job without asking questions. I can do zero parts of my job without asking questions. And in asking questions, I not only learn more about individuals, I learn more about companies. I learn more about processes. I learn there are things that like, have you ever sat down to write an SOP? Because let me tell you, there are things that, especially as a small business owner, if you've just been doing it, when you have to go start trying to teach somebody else how to do what you do, it is freaking hard. (laughs) It is so freaking hard to come up with I do this and then this and then this, like step by step when it's just something that you do automatically every day. So having someone to ask you questions or you being the person that asks someone questions, such an important tool and skill to have. Next, know that you do not have to have it all planned out perfectly. It probably will not go that way anyway. 150,000%. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've been like, okay, so I'm going to plan this thing and it's going to go just like this and it's going to be perfect and the day is going to go like this and then guess what happens the day before? This happened with Street Market. I had this whole layout done. It was perfect. And then the two days before or the day before, it was like, ooh, so actually our Beer sales have to be up in this area. That's where the license is for. And so we're going to have to rework this layout to move them up there. And then these people back here, like it was a whole thing. It was a whole entire thing. Cool. You know what? We, again, got to be willing to pivot. We pivot. But know that even the best plans can fail. (laughs) They can fail. And but it's not even a failure. They can just change, right? That happened. It was really frustrating in the time. And then guess what? Day of, everything went off without a hitch. Everyone was happy. People got to shop. They got to drink. They were happy and it was fine. But know that even down to like a business plan, again, I'm not saying just like quit your job and just hope for the best. Like you need to have some sort of a plan on how you're going to make money. But like, I did not have a perfect plan of what I was going to do. But as my year has progressed, I have found exactly how I, like I said, how I want to show up in my business, what I do want to do, what I don't want to do, all of that. Just know that it doesn't have to be planned perfectly. And even if you do put a plan together, again, be willing to pivot because you might find something in doing and taking opportunities. You might find out, oh my gosh, I love this company because this has happened. Um, Not currently for me, but like I've been like, oh, you know, I just want to volunteer with this company. I love them. I think it's great. So I volunteer with them and then surprise, I end up with a job. That's happened a few times in my life, actually. (laughs) But like, you know, you go for one thing and then something else comes of it. So maybe you're like, hey, I want to be self-employed next year. And then you work with somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, I love this company. I love the values. If you love everything about it, go for it. Don't just stick to the I have to be unemployed plan or I have to be employed, self-employed plan just because that's what you said. You just found something that maybe perfectly fits everything that you want. 
they're flexible, they give you money, they give you like a really good sense of purpose or you love the thing that you'd be doing. Cool. Take it. Take that opportunity. Take that leap because you don't have to stick to something just because you said, I'm going to go be self-employed. doesn't mean that you have to if something else fills those things, right? Next, surround yourself with people who believe in you. This I cannot stress to you enough. The amount of times that I have felt like it's lonely doing this by myself, the number of times that I've questioned like, I should I just get a full-time job? Should I charge less for this? Is this too much? Is this too little? Am I adding enough value? So on and so forth. You need those people in your corner that are going to say like, shut up. You know what you're supposed to be doing, right? Like this is you, you know what you're doing. Go with your gut on what you want to charge in your pricing. Um, you are fine. Like you can pay for healthcare. It's not that big of a deal. Don't let someone talk you into the fact that you need a nine to five just to get healthcare. You can get healthcare. You're fine, right? Like surround yourself with the people who not only believe in you, but will tell you the truth. I had a friend recently who knows that my goal, I have very few social media goals, right? Like very few, but one is I would like to get to 5,000 followers on social media eventually so that I can have a partnership with this non-alcoholic alcohol company, essentially. <laughs> like There's no alcohol in it. It's hard to describe. It's like an alcohol alternative. So you can make like margaritas and it tastes like a margarita without being alcoholic, right? I really want, I want to work with them so bad. They're called Ritual. Shout out to Ritual. I love it. But she was like, you know what you have to do to get there, right? And I was like, ugh, yes, I have to show up consistently and do reels and all this. And she's like, yes, you know what you need to do. So just do it. You need those people in your life. I do that for other people, but people also forget that I need that as well. I am a lot of times, like I cheerlead people. That is part of my job. Like I'm your cheerleader. I am your person that will kick you in the butt and hold you accountable. Like all of the things, but I too need that in my life. And I think that it took a while, um, to really accept that. I wouldn't say a while. It took me a couple months to accept the fact that, you know what? It's cool for me personally and my brand. I'm all about being authentic, being real, being very open and honest about the fact that I'm still on my personal development journey. I'm still healing from things. I'm still bettering myself and learning things every day. The day that I stop is the day that I should be done being in business because I don't think that You ever have everything figured out. We are going to learn every day until the day we die. So all of that, last but not least, freaking own it. Just own it. Whatever it is that you do, whatever your it is, own it. Know, like have confidence in yourself Don't feel like you're bragging when you're like, I'm actually really good at this. 
you can own that and you should own that. We are taught, at least I was taught, and I know a lot of other people that have been taught that it feels like you're not being humble if you say that you're good at something. Heck freaking no. You know what I want? When I go to have surgery, I want my doctor to be like, uh, no, I'm really good at this. Like, I'm the best cardiothoracic surgeon. <laughs> Shout out to Grace. <laughs> I'm the best cardiothoracic surgeon on the eastern seaboard. That's what I want to hear. I love that confidence. Yes, you can cut me open, right? Like, I want people to feel that energy from me. When they come to me and they're like, oh, I'm stuck and I don't know just like, I know I need to move forward. I just don't know. It's hard for me to see through the crap or I'm just getting started on this. What do I do? Like, I don't know where to get started. I want that energy of me owning it and being like, we will figure this out. I am here for you. Yes, I can help you get organized. Yes, I can help you organize your thoughts. Yes, I can help you put processes in place. And yes, I can hold you accountable. And I will cheer you on all day long. Like that's the energy that people want in your business. When you're selling a shirt, this is the most dang comfortable shirt on the face of this earth. I tried on so many. I've tested them out. This is the best shirt. Yes, I want it, right? Like I hear that confidence. I'm like, ooh, I need that. They believe in themselves. So own that. As we go in to 2022, Just know that whatever it is that you do, maybe you're a small business owner, maybe you're starting a side hustle, maybe you're just working on yourself. And I don't mean like, oh, you're just working on yourself. No, like that's a big thing. That is a whole side hustle in itself. I could literally spend 40 hours a week just on personal development for myself. No matter what you're taking into the new year, And no matter what you want to achieve in the new year, just know that you have two tools that will forever carry you through. You have your mind and the ability to learn and the ability to grow, evolve, all of that. And you have your mindset. Those two things, if you can keep those two things on board and going, you can take over the freaking world. You can do whatever you want to do. Because our brains are such incredible things that I've spent so much time this year learning about our brains and how we rewire them, how mindset plays in, like all of these things. And just the knowledge, learning how you operate and why you operate and why you do the things you do. If you do nothing else next year, in 2022, figure yourself out. Learn your brain. Learn your patterns. Learn your ego. Learn yourself. Like, all of the parts of you, learn them. It is so invaluable. I hope that this was inspiring to you that it was hopeful and just know that you can do whatever you want to do in 2022 um you might have to pivot you might have to take a leap you might have to ask a lot of questions but just believe in yourself believe in your capabilities don't skip steps in the process and just own it surround yourself with people who believe in you and that are like-minded 
this stuff is going to carry you through. And if you can remember these things, please implement them, right? (laughs) Like, please keep these top of mind as you move through the year. And know that you're not alone. We all go through it. We all learn these lessons. We all pivot. We often, or we don't, and then we fail, right? Know that failure is okay. It's okay to fail because guess what? You learn when you fail. You are about to have the best year. Get your mindset right. Get yourself ready to accomplish things and get ready to go. Because we are doing the dang thing going into 2022. I hope you have the best New Year's Eve, the best New Year, and I will see you in 2022.